This is the chop up, trying to get chopped up, not get slapped up. You already know. What's really real, Chop Up Nation? It's your boy, George Lee, a.k.a. Consciously. Don't forget the Lee, and y'all already know who I'm with. It's your boy, the plug in the building. I'm back with my people. You feel me? Your boy, Damo. What's good with y'all, man? What's going on, everybody? It's your girl, Toya G, back at it. We back in the building. Two separate buildings, but buildings nonetheless. Yeah. Doing the whole Chop Up situation from California all the way to Oklahoma, from Oklahoma all the way back. Y'all know what it is. We out here. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. As 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 I hope all y'all been missing on us, you know what I'm saying? We we took a little bit of a of a of a little break, I guess. Well, a lot of us was getting a lot of travels in. I know I was traveling yeah. in. I know twenty. A little hiatus. You know, uh, yeah, hiatus. That's the word I should use. Uh, you know, Damo, uh, just just a little, a little quick. Let people know what, what, what we've been up to for the past month, month and a half since we ain't did an episode in that long. Well, shit, y'all been more, like, active and productive than me. <laughs> I mean, the Bay Camp. The Bay Camp, the Bay Camp. Shout out yeah. to the state of Texas, city of Austin, the University of uh, Texas specifically. Ooh. Also to the WDI, the Women's Bay Institute, holding it down at the Audubon uh, Natural Resource Center. Uh, every summer we go out there in the middle of nowhere, get bit up, get stung up. But it's a great time of, um, you know, community building, uh, knowledge building, knowledge production, all of that fun stuff. Definitely, 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 definitely. So we had a good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been out here. I've been working. You feel me? Uh, putting out more videos. Make sure y'all follow your boy at the Political Plug on Instagram. You feel me? Y'all still? And what do you say? Y'all still talking yeah, about? Yes. It's, <laughs> it's our friend Chris Muhammad. Yeah, what up, our, what up, uh, Chris? Coming on our show, uh, tripping. Thank you for thank you for joining it's the good show. Good to see you again, little brother. But yeah, follow me at the political plug on Instagram if you ain't follow me already. You know I've been dropping information, dropping knowledge. You know what I mean? That's, that's grinding, working. Yeah. You feel me? And we back on that inspirational encouragement grind. Higher definition, LEC. You already know what it is. Uh, leadership and empowerment, yo. It's a relationship in between the two. Talk to me and let me talk to you about how that look and what that look like. Yeah. You already know. That's what's up. All right. Anyway. Let's go ahead and jump into the business. We got a lot to talk about. Uh, George already kind of put y'all on at the beginning uh, to what it is and what it ain't. If you ain't already hip and you missed the intro, go ahead and just tune in. We about to have some great conversations in and out like that. We know it's late this Thursday night. But let's go ahead. Who going first? Uh, George. Lee. Why yeah. you babysitting? Yeah, <laughs> man. Babysitting. You know what I'm saying? Now, you don't babysit your own kids. You know what I'm saying? The years, you feel me? You know what yeah, I'm whatever I'm you parenting. call it, it's the same. Yeah, I'm, I'm I got the same to, job. Yeah, I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to now. Nah, you get you know well, you get paid to do one. Yeah, I don't get paid to do my job. Other one costs you. I pay to do my job. <laughs> you feel me? I, I, I pay to do my job. But you know what I'm saying? We're trying, to, we're, trying, we're trying to get it in. We start. We starting a little late. As as everybody knows, there's been a lot of tragedy that's hit our country in the past week or two. Um, we've had multiple mass shootings from El Paso to Gilroy to Chicago to Houston to Dayton, Ohio. Um, multiple different things to kind of unpackage. Um, a lot of things that's been kind of taking the airways, a lot that's taking over the media. Um, Donald Trump just today was, I think, at, at, at a few of the places at Dayton, Ohio, and at El Paso doing some visiting. Uh, my first question to people, um, to people in the comments and to, uh, in, uh, uh, and to y'all, uh, the first uh, the first mass shooting that happened has kind of dominated, dominated the headlines. 
uh, has been the uh, El Paso shooting where uh, the idea of mental illness and white nationalism or white supremacy has been brought in to question. Uh, my question to y'all, uh, can we say that white nationalism is a mental illness? Why or why not? Oh. You want to go first? Uh, I think... I don't know. I can answer quicker than that. No, go ahead. no, go ahead. no, go ahead. Okay. no, no. White, like white, like that, that white nationalism, that dangerous ass shit. That shit is cultural. You feel me? Now it's people with certain degrees of yeah. mental illness mm-hmm. that carry out this shit. But you got to remember though, it's like this is the with these the shootings are the extreme forms of violence. You feel me? Right. But extreme forms of violence. This type of like white supremacy, white privilege plays out on a day-to-day basis mm-hmm. you feel me so it's like nah you you don't associate the, the 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 cultural justification that these shooters have with you know their ability or the, to the extent in which they will pull some shit off like that you feel me i'm gonna it's disagree cr- with you but in a way that i think still accounts for what you're saying because mm-hmm. you don't want to scapegoat mental illness Right in the context of white nationalism and try to homogenize a lot of that stuff, but at the same time, I think it's fair to say that white nationalism is mental illness largely because you have not only pinpointed a group of people and have fixated on right. them, have become so kind of philia or phobic about them that you now want to eradicate them, right? But you decide to materialize and act on that. Here's the thing about classifying some as a mental illness, though. Even people who have mental illnesses will tell you that doesn't justify you acting out problematic shit and doing problematic shit. So I have no problem saying white nationalism is a mental illness, that those people need to be seen, that there's a clinicism that can happen, that they can be classified without saying that 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 excuses or justifies their behavior. I'm comfortable doing that. Yeah, I think the I think the mental illness question is more of like when we talk about on a person to person basis. But again, when we talk about like that that type of white nationalism, that type of shit, that's cultural, right? Like yeah. now the what what sparks like that action, right? Like some of these niggas ain't it, it, it's not about you know uh, mental illness. It's literally about this is what they feel to be true. Like the same thing about niggas in the street, like niggas. It's a shootout, you know what I'm saying? Somebody get killed, three people get shot at a party, whatever. Ain't nobody going to be like, oh, you know, them young men, there was something wrong with them mentally. Nah, like, they had a justification for what they did. You feel me? Just like these niggas feel like this is the right, like this is what needs to happen. And to to the degree in which you will carry it out, is the same? It's still the same spectrum. But I, mean, I think that I is think, where I think, I get hey, I'm willing to. I'm willing. I'm willing to talk about white nationalism as psychopathology. I'm willing to talk about it from that standpoint. But I do think that it is a little bit ableist in terms of always when white people decide to go murder, so try to like basically act irrational. You feel me? Um, that they kind of bring out the idea that it's a mental illness. I think it, it, I think it places a stigmatization on people that actually have to deal with that. You know what I'm saying on a day to day basis, and not only when they decide they 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 had enough niggas or enough Mexicans or enough Jews today, and they you know what I'm saying going if in, if in the pop it open, or you know what I'm saying in some instances enough LGBT. So you know yeah. that's I guess that's my two cents on the question. That's fair. I mean, I think Dennis asked the question: Is evil and mental? It's because these white people, people, these white men are evil. And I answered the question like this. I still think 
in the context of evil, evil is one of those arbitrary words that means different things to different people. We can't really classify, right. we can't really define it. So what's evil to you might not be evil to somewhere, okay. but somebody else, which is Very why subjective. my litmus test for evil is killing somebody. Which is makes you <laughs> mentally ill, right? If you get to the point of a lack of stability where you feel like ending somebody's life is a solution to something, I even give you a, a juxtaposing example. People get off in court all the time by saying, you know, I was uh, uh, inca- mentally incapacitated. I didn't act as myself when I did a certain thing, right? That's a defense people use to say I was not mentally capable of making this decision, but I made it anyway because all I was right, incapacitated so, in some way. So I think your metric for evil is killing. And your metric for mental illness is getting mad enough about the existence of somebody that you're willing to take their life. I think that means you are out of your damn mind. And that can be in the context of this racially. It can be in domestic issues. It can be in terms of like, yeah, you don't got it all together if you you take somebody else's life. So this is the question I have for y'all. Is colonialism a mental illness? Uh, Yes and no. I think yes no. like, we're, we here's the thing. I think I've made an important distinction between a mental illness and how we have to care about or orient ourselves toward the instability of some of these behaviors. I'm not saying coddle the notion of settler colonialism because I'm calling it a mental illness. I'm saying there has to be a level of psychological instability, cultural, culturally influenced, socially influenced or not, that leads you to be violent to other people. I don't think. We're necessarily predisposed to be that way, which is why I think you gotta be fucked up to do fucked up shit. I mean, <laughs> but say if somebody, <laughs> but like I'm saying, say if somebody is fucked up, it's different. From, I mean, it's because it's varying degrees of fucked up, and I think because I think George is right. I, I think bringing the question of mental illness into the conversation, it 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 convolutes it because it complicates. It, it complicates uh, white, uh, like you know, like that type of white nationalism, and just the danger of it. Because, like, as we talk about, like mental illness makes people dangerous. No, white nationalism. You feel me? Like whiteness, white privilege, white supremacy. Mm-hmm. That shit makes people dangerous. You feel me? See, and to and, say, and, like, because the question is, like I said, it's a, it's on a spectrum, varying degrees. You feel me? So definitely. that's why it's just like, yeah. I mean, as much as I want to be like, yeah, I feel you, Toya, like. I, I just, you know, I just don't. I, I don't think those convers. I don't think these conversations need to be together. You feel me? To yeah, Dennis said, eh, that's it. see, that's the slope. To commit genocide, you be mentally ill, right?" Yeah, what I'm <laughs> yeah. Hey, see, like, I, that's what I think. Say, say, can y'all bring me on real fast, man? Hey, I, I wish we could. I think I want. I want to come. Oh no! Wouldn't that when we lose each other? <clears throat> Yeah, I don't, I don't really know how that shit works. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, they don't, yeah, they don't let you bring two people on at a time. That's it. But uh, so, so with 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 mental illness being a thing that has kind of framed the actual shit narrative of what's going on in El Paso in, in terms of gun violence in this instance, uh, how do y'all feel about the lack of the lack of conversation of mental illness when it comes to places like Chicago or like Houston? I mean, I think it's fast, as fascinating as it is, it is as fascinating as it is predictable, right? There are no prolific, ro- robust conversations about the conditions of black people and what might have caused them, right? Like, we literally know there are people who are literally, like, in our genes, 
there is encoded trauma and there's no connection between that and how incarceration works and how healthcare works and, and you know what I'm saying but in scientific data has said that but it was a blip on the news feed right. you know what I'm saying yep. like literally <clears throat> some shit I just came across on Facebook that I was just like well damn we have been pre, you know internally predisposed we've had that conversation you know what I'm saying but like th- look, think about shit like that and how that had this had zero impact on any of the other infrastructures or institutions of this society and how yeah. they relate to black people. So, or like, or just the fact that the conversation of like, like I said, the conversation we've had before about how black people are predisposed to PTSD, yeah. but we still live in these fucked up environments and still have these crazy encounters with the police. None of that is factored into the national narrative of uh, of gun violence as it pertains to black communities. Right. You feel me? So that's why we shouldn't allow the net because I think it's a I think I think I think the reason why we're not afforded it though. I think I think it's a unique reason of why we're not afforded it because we're always seen as being pathologized in a way where we always crazy as shit anyway. So when so 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 when black people act irrational is seen as that's what black people supposed to do. Black people are irrational. Therefore, when they act irrational, there should be no justification for it. There's black people doing what a black person do. Therefore, we need to lock that nigga up. It kind of, it kind of remind me of a Paul Mooney joke. You know what I'm saying? Paul Mooney was like, you know, uh, a white man, you know what I'm saying? And say, you know, I have multiple personalities. You know what I'm saying? They'll say, oh, for white man, like, oh, that's, that's you know, that uh, uh, that's a rare case. We have to study it. You know what I'm saying? When a black person go and do it, same thing. It's like, I have multiple personalities. Just be like, pick one nigga. Because some Somebody knows some time. Somebody gonna go to jail. You feel me? And it's just to me that like to me it's a very funny joke, but it illustrates how mental health, mental mental health, is never afforded to black people when it comes to like literally having grief or having pain or acting out in pain or acting out in grief. And only white people are afforded it. And I, you know what I'm saying? And I always already give them an excuse for it. You know, and I think what becomes so diabolical about that is that this particular. Uh, either experience a PTSD or this grafting on the DNA of trauma like manifests itself in different stages of our lives in different ways. You know what I'm saying? From levels of, you know, adolescence and being in school and the, our ability to thrive in certain environments, you know what I'm saying, and stuff like that to, you know, our life and our health and how we like literally live and develop as people who strengthen our communities literally at every stage of our existence. It's some shit that's important that just does not get calculated into why, how, and what can explain, uh, you know, black reality and black existence. Well, you know what? Because I think it's important to to highlight that we're talking about the damn narrative, right? We're not talking about what's actually happening. Cause we like that's we we talk about that when we talk about niggas, but when we talk about like including conversation of mental illness into these into this this type of violence, we talk about narrative, and I feel like that's the problem with the narrative is that we allow that to become a part of the narrative instead of nipping that shit in the bud and being like fuck that, you feel me? I mean, I don't think we allow anything. But 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 in terms like like fuck that in terms of what for like white people being able to get off and saying they you know what I'm saying. Well, just allowing allowing it to become convoluted by begging the question because like I feel like 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 yeah on on a personal level like on like that particular nigga he it, it may have been something off possibly but the culture that created him you feel me is but it has become. I don't want to say more prevalent, but but it's become more radicalized. It's become more violent. You feel me? Like niggas would when we say that niggas uh uh like niggas who blow themselves up from on planes like jihadists, that's mental illness. You yeah. feel me? 
They already have it in yeah, them. Yeah, it's, it's a question of like radicalization. Already, already have it in them, basically. You know what I mean? And I mean, that's and that's rationalized. I mean, but in the same, I, I, yeah. here's the thing, and I'm not trying to ride for mental illness. What but the realities of how mental illness works. Not all of it is genealogically coded the same way PTSD is not. It's something that's acquired through experience. You know what Agreed. I'm saying? So I just I, I'm still willing to flirt with the idea that the same way you can be indoctrinated, the same way cults can have you on some whole different shit. Is how things can happen to you yeah. and you can experience particular things and that results in a rearranging of your but particular psychological or emotional capacity to make good decisions. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Just the same way yeah. anything else does. The same way PTSD comes upon you yeah. based on some type of experience that you had. So Yeah, that's the reason why that's the that's the reason why I sound willing to have the conversation about it being a mental illness in certain in terms of a like a sociopathology, you know what I'm saying? Like a you know what I'm saying, like a sociopath, you feel me, type shit. Like I think that from that from from that lens, I think that I'm willing to give it some credence. But I think that from any other lens, I feel like it's it's almost kinda a bit ableist because we never have the conversation of mental health until a able until an able-bodied you know what i'm saying shit a white man that's you know what i'm saying lost in the south of white supremacy is deciding that he want other people to drown in his drip too you feel me so shit he started drenching everybody you feel me and his drip will drown for everybody you know what i mean like shit that's to me is wild uh dr dancy says white supremacist institutions use mental illness as a way to distract our focus from from white supremacy, while white supremacy is a white psychosis, as, Tam, as Tony Morrison said, R.I.P., said it is strangely of no interest that U.S. psychology institutions that treat people for white institutions. Uh, I lost that. He wrote me a little paragraph. Wrote me a little paragraph. I forgot what, what like, institutions yeah. don't treat people for white supremacists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jumping into it, I don't treat people for white supremacist beliefs because it is normalized and threatens power interests. For me, this is actually evidence of mass psychosis, but not depression or anxiety. Black uh, are blacks are more likely and should be more likely to experience these, but still largely do not kill in mass. White men do that, so we must talk about the psychosis of white supremacy patriarchy. Exactly, like. I, I, I agree 1000%, right? Yeah. I don't think that we should toy with the idea of mental illness so much to the extent that it becomes a justification for how institutions have been built and steeped in the ability for white men to do wild shit. Um, I'm just saying that I think the hat tip to Toni Morrison is important, right? That there is a collective psychological... Yeah. Cause, and and what, what makes it fucked up is that then how do we kind of check back against some of these terrorist attacks that are happening by white men and is that is that yeah. checkups i don't know what y'all need to do i don't maybe i need to go in see, 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 to, do see to me how i see it is, see to me how i see it is uh i think that it makes us have to have a better a better analysis of what the hell trump got going on because there is a like a, a preconditioned culture that made it necessary or that made it rational, you feel me, for a Donald Trump or for a El Paso shooter or for a Dayton, Ohio shooter to come about. That it was a particular culture that literally cultivated or conditioned this mindset and these actions to be seen as being justified, but they're going killing some motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, I think that we have to really take into account the space and place that we are in. And, and, and not only that we're in, that we have been in. So I think, shout out to Kenfo Collective. I feel like she had a, a great hot tape that was just saying, like, shit, we've been having mass shootings. We had mass shootings in Clinton. We had mass shootings in Obama. We had mass shootings, you know what I'm saying, here under Trump. And shit, it's basically kind of a, a hasty characterization to hold make on, it hold like on, shit, but, Trump. But you know, but you know, I, got, you know I got to push great, back great on that. You know I got to push back on that. And this is, and this is why, right? 
if you look at the frequency of these types of mass shootings, you cannot say that we had these types, this type of these type of mass shootings under Obama. I think that's lazy, bro. Like, I mean, it sounds is the rhetoric is cool. Agreed. It creates a good narrative, but to ignore the unique relationship that Trump has with radicalizing these these white folks. Cause they I, I think they, you do I that mean, to your they, own they detriment. Him out, you know what I'm saying? Like I think, like niggas, yes. literally, like that's that's the extent. Niggas, like we wasn't hearing like we wasn't like, hearing like, like okay. uh, Bush, like yeah, yeah, like President Bush inspired me to. Nah, that wasn't the perspective. Yeah. It was like you know, if, if it was hate crimes against Muslims, I think, I think it's like, a way to do both. I think I think it's I think it's a way to you know what I'm saying. Be like shit that there is some unique. I have read some studies that show that literally everywhere that Donald Trump did a rally, that literally the hate we crimes. We did a show about it, nigga. Shout out to the show. Go watch the old you know episodes. It's, you feel me? Exactly. Go watch the old episodes. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. So, so we've already we've already did that. But I do think that that we ha- we have always had a culture within America that has had a frequency of having like mass shootings. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, and I and I think there is a way to have a like overall cultural analysis that's able to take into account like a non-Trump presidency to show how this mantra of white supremacy or white nationalism has been something, and it's just like shit. They was already kind of like the 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 shit, the fuel. You know what I'm saying? They already had the fuel. They was already on the fumes and shit. I can. I, I wouldn't say metaphorically that yeah, Trump was the match that lit the fuel that justified and made these white people feel like, yeah, I'm going to go ride six hours, ten hours, or six hours from Dallas to El Paso, Texas. People that don't live in Texas, that's far as shit. You know what I'm saying? So to me, it's like this dude was determined. He had ample amount of time to change his mind and decide, like, you know what? I ain't going to drive all the way to El Paso. I'm going to do something else. He drove all the way to El Paso because, shit, he knew there was going to be a whole bunch of Mexicans over there. And he had to then shit. We all know what happened. Yeah, I mean, that. I'm going to say this and then, and we, can, and we can move forward. You feel me? I, I, I mean, I think it's, again, I'll say this a million times. I think it's lazy to ignore the, polit- the nuance of our particular political, you know, situation. I, I think it's important because this type of radicalization really it's after like post Obama, it makes sense, but it's actually, it's a, it's a, it's a certain danger to it that we can't ignore. You mm-hmm. feel me? Because this could, it, this is the type of shit that could, that, that snowballs that becomes, you see like that. It's like copycat shooters, copycat killers, all of that shit. You feel me? So, yeah, you yeah. know, like I seen I seen, I seen something today that a white dude got away with, uh, uh, like another white man pretty much got away with showing up to a Walmart again, but he showed up with the bulletproof vest and an assault rifle. And he said he wasn't trying to hurt anybody. I was trying to put it up on a laptop to get wow. the exact location. But it happened like today, literally. You know what I'm saying? And I think that back when we, we can segue into the last question about these uh, mass shootings is uh, like if, if say you were given a platform or like say you was able to come on Fox News and they was talking to you specifically about policing. What would y'all say about the differences and how the police are able to uh, very peacefully apprehend mass killers versus being and versus being able to apprehend very peacefully and alive? You know what I'm saying? Unarmed black people. Like, what would y'all like? If y'all had the platform on Fox News and he was talking to Bill O'Reilly. You know what I'm saying? Like, how would y'all talk about to them about you know what I'm saying to to police? Like, how would y'all talk to that white man about uh, this specifically? I think. I would simply point to um, an experience in recent mass shooting culture 
um, or a, a, a part of a narrative of one of the experiences of it that I cannot get out of my head that I've literally thought about on a regular basis. And somebody tweeted it, you know, shout out to my Twitter looks. Um, and my soul, my soul this tweet because it's so true. It's random times I've driven, I've been driving. It's random times I've been eating. It's random times, you know, I'm just going about my day. And I think about the fact that the police took Dylan Roof without hurting him to Burger King on the way to, like, I think about that shit a lot. Like, it's a haunting thought. And I don't know why. I mean, I know why. It's disrespectful. It's disrespectful. It's utterly morally reprehensible. It's unfathomable. It's hard to to, kind of put my finger on but like if i was like if i just had the ability to talk about i would talk about how random moments in these traumatic experiences imprint themselves on your memory and on your psyche and force you to really kind of question just the fucking logical relevance the logical capacity of any of this shit when y'all took this man to burger king on the way to jail after killing nine people in the jail while they, i mean in a, in a church while they was praying hey like mine still be blown every single day simple stuff like that Hey, hey, what's the slogan for Burger King? Have, have it, it your way. way. You yeah. can have it whatever you have, have it your way. Yeah. Have it My your God. way. I think that I think that that is like a great, like a great. You know what I'm saying? Like just kind of just. And when I say great in a very like ugly, beautifully illustrating the ugliness of America way. Like a white man can kill people and yeah. still go to and, Burger and, King and, and have and it. And his so way really, I mean, just real quick for me, the way that I would respond to any Fox News. I mean, to be Tucker Carlson nowadays, yeah, but yeah. I let Tucker know. Like, listen, I know you don't understand, like, how white supremacy works. And you don't care. But that's why this type of shit happened. Because of niggas like you. Because you sit on these platforms. Y'all, y'all, what they call them, race, racist dog whistles. Mm-hmm. Y'all sit here and play this game. And then they, they eat it up. They eat it up, they radicalize, and then these types of things happen. So, you, so of course, you're going to sit here, you're going to say it's not the guns, it's not white people or whatever. But you can say that because you're a white man yeah. on Fox News. You have a platform. The fact that you have a platform yeah. to yeah, sit yeah, here definitely. and say the type of shit that you say. If we had a national platform, the type of shit that we say, we, we've been saying right now to y'all, it could never come out. Nope. It, the, the show just wouldn't be viable. But you can become radicalized. Off of literally a cable news network, basic cable news network. You don't even need the the, the good pla- the you know the good package. The good package. You get if you get any you know what I'm saying cable news. Fox hey. News at the damn gym, and I just be like, I would, I would <laughs> this shit wild. Yeah, hey, hey, you know what? I think in, in closing about this, I think this. So we're gonna call this the conscious shop, of course, about mass shooting. If I'm on Fox News and I had an opportunity to talk to him, I think I'm gonna try to say some some kind of cool poetic shit. Like in America, we have equal protection equal protection under law, and every time something happened to a black person, we always talk about how the law is racialized, and y'all always say, "No, it's not black people. The law is not racialized." And then I would talk about how black people always get killed for not complying, for talking back, for having skittles, for selling cigarettes. You know what I'm saying? But showing how the dignity and the humanity of uh, and, and a known white killer can get treated with the presumption of innocence until proven guilty always already regardless of what he did and what he what happened how bloody he is how many guns he's had and you'll give them the benefit of the doubt and you see me you know what i'm saying in the street you'll be more justified in murdering me because you fear for your life but somehow y'all never fear for y'all life when y'all are out of our actual killers it's crazy 
Equal protection in the law. This has been the Conscious Shop. Holla at your boy, Consciously. What we got up Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.